This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharp Tongue Tuesday, your girl Jessie May in your ear. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. How's your week going? Are you killing it? Is it killing you? Are you trying your hardest? Are you giving up? What is it? Tell me what it is. I need to know. I need to know. I hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing great. Feeling good. I'm going to be in Key West this week. I will be at the Open Stage Club in Key West May 30th, 31st, I'm going to be in Miami on June, let's see, June 1st, I believe. Key West of Miami this weekend, jessiemay.com for tickets, Open Stage Club, and also uh, Have Nots Comedy. I believe we're going to be at the Improv, the Miami Improv, this weekend. So check it out, y'all. I'm also going to be doing a little local show in Miami on June 3rd, Monday. So everybody look out for that. If you're in the Miami, Florida area, come out, jessiemay.com for tickets. As you guys know, anytime you buy tickets or merch for me, a portion of it will go to the Alzheimer's Association. So by supporting me, you're supporting people in need. Good for you. Good for you giving back. I appreciate you. And I'm also going to be in Albany, Albany, New York. That's going to be June 7th, 8th, and 9th. Pumped up. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. I'm also going to be back on Confetti. I'm excited about that. That's going to be June 1st, summer solstice, the longest day. Is it the longest day? It is the longest day. Uh, the Alzheimer's Association. Uh, what was that noise? <laughs> the Alzheimer's Association will be doing the summer solstice, the longest day, as a fundraising event all over the country for Alzheimer's. If you guys can check that out, that would be amazing. You guys can do anything you want if you want to be involved. You know, a car wash, a party, pizza party, roller skating party, a show, bingo night, you know, a, a cook-off, anything, karaoke, whatever you guys want to do to bring awareness to this amazing, amazing event. It's all sorts of fundraising opportunities, and we're going to be raising awareness for the disease on that day. I'm very excited to be a part of it. Um, you guys could do a craft, host a party, cook, golf, anything, really anything. If you guys want to contact uh, the events manager, Rachel Shaw at rkshaw, S-C-H-A-L-L, at alts.org, that is her email. If you guys want more information, go to alts.org slash the longest day on how you can be a part of the fundraising event on June 21st to raise awareness. That's what, you know, we got to do what we can do to help our, our neighbors, 
our mothers, our brothers, unless they're assholes and fuck them. You know, well, don't fuck them, especially not in Alabama. <laughs> hey, oh, topical, topical subjects here on the Sharp Tongue podcast. I'm excited that you guys are here this week. Um, thank you for listening every week. I'm going to be building my Patreon page. I had it. And then I, I dropped it, and now I'm bringing it back for good. It's just going to be a Jesse May page. It's going to include my podcast. It's going to include Weeds Day and any live events that I'm doing. Just one central place for you guys to find some extra content for me. So look out for that. My YouTube page is up. I'm excited about that. You can watch the podcast now on YouTube. You're going to go to youtube.com forward slash livelaugh82. Please don't laugh at my name. Because for some reason on YouTube, I can't get Jesse May. So we're working on that right now. We're in contact with YouTube being like, hey, yo, this is my name. I had it before. Give it back to me, you filthy whore. But that's available. You guys can just uh, Google the podcast on YouTube. Google the podcast on YouTube. I sound like somebody's fucking mom right now. Man, is it ever a time for day wine. You know what I'm saying? It's always a good time for day wine. I uh, had Nancy here a couple weeks ago. You guys probably saw that. She was on the Weeds Day with me. On the Weeds Day, we were day drinking, smoking a little marijuana. You know, I love to do my Weeds Day every Wednesdays. You can, if you guys haven't watched that, check it out. Facebook, Instagram Live. I smoke live, on air, answer your questions, make fun of you, make fun of myself. It's a lot of fun. Just a little hour of getting high with me. Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard. Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. I wish I was a singer, man. I have dreams once in a while that I'm a professional singer. And in my dreams, I sound good. I sound really good in my dreams. But uh, in reality, it's brutal. Whenever I sing, just a bunch of crows show up because they assume that something's dying. Speaking of something's dying, a uh, sweet segue into this week's guest. I was really excited to sit down and chat with this fella because we've known each other for years but never really got to know each other. So it was nice to have the opportunity to sit down with him and realize that him and I had a lot in common. We talked about comedy. We talked about religion. We talked about our dads. This is one of my favorite episodes in a long time. I hope you guys enjoy it with a very funny, very endearing, and vulnerable man, which is so nice. The the funny endearing, vulnerable, Mr. Eric Rivera. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hey everybody, another Sharp Tongue Podcast in your ear. It's your girl, Jessie Mae. I showered, but I didn't wash my hair. Hey, what do you want from me? I'm trying to keep it collective and keep it cute for you. Coming up is a very exciting episode with one of my um, 
one of actually somebody who I'm not very close with. I was going to say one of my friends, but we don't really know each other. But we're going to get to know each other in this episode. Before we do that, please go to hakunasupply.com forward slash Jesse May. I've got all stash boxes. I've got stash jars. I've got stash. (laughs) I got rolling trays, grinders. Uh, If you guys need some sort of accessories for your marijuana, cannabis, CBD, THC needs, go over there. Use code Jesse May CBD for 15% off. And you guys can have a little discount on your entire purchase. How exciting. I mean, I have to be truthful about it. Coming to the microphone is Mr. Eric Rivera. Hey. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> we aren't close friends. We're not. We, we, honest, we've known each other for, for a while, years. but just never really. We haven't really had a full conversation. Yeah. Is it awkward that it's on a podcast? It might be. <laughs> now, now, now that you pointed that out, I'm like, huh. <laughs> I just don't like... I feel like when I've listened to episodes or, or somebody else's podcast, they're like, this is my really good friend. Yeah. We go way back. I mean, it, I'm not going to say it if it's not true. Yeah. I think you're cool and I love your yeah. comedy. I've seen you around. I, I like you. And I, now that you say it, now, now this has become like an awkward like first but date. I like, know. It's going to be so... so- <laughs> where are you from? <laughs> where are you from? I'm from New York. <laughs> you're Bo- from New York? Yeah, born and raised in what, New York. What part? I grew up in New Rochelle. Okay, so that's, is that like... That's like North North, Bronx. yes, yes. Yes, that's like where, the, the ongoing joke was like, when Puerto Ricans get credit, they move to New Rochelle. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go to New Rock City. Like, that was the whole... Yeah, yes, New Rock City. Yes. I used to do, uh, there was like a weird bar that I would do stand-up in, like on Monday or Tuesdays, there was like a, oh. a weekly show. Well, I know for a while, somebody tried to start a comedy club. In New Rochelle, I think it, it might have been take off. that. It was like a DJ. I want to say Goomba Johnny, but that sounds very racist. <laughs> Goomba like, Johnny, but I believe that was his DJ name. It it was something that was trying to get started, and it was in a bar. Does yeah, that sounds yeah, that sounds similar. It sounds yeah. <laughs> Would you go down into the city a lot? I uh, yeah. So well, growing up, I didn't. I was very. We were very religious. I Catholic? was Pentecostal Christian. Whoa. Yes. I, that sounds scary. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. All right. So you know those videos that you watch where like people are like dancing and falling and talking and talking? No. That's Pentecostal Christian. Like with like like evangelical? Yes. Oh, no. Like whenever, whenever I bring up Pentecostal Christian, people are like, what's that? I'm like, think about like extreme game sports. That's like the extreme Christianity. <laughs> like Franklin? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I, so growing up, I wasn't allowed to like watch Regular TV, listen to regular music, worldly music. Was it all religious based? It was all religious based. So like I would listen to like Christian hip hop. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then, <laughs> I, and then I heard regular hip hop. I was like, oh no, this is not cool. You're like, this is terrible. There's yeah. Christian hip hop. Yes, there's Christian hip hop. There's Christian rock. There's Christian whatever you want. And they're hip hopping about Jesus? Yeah. No. Yeah, I swear I don't to know you. why. Like, I know there's Christian rock. I've heard those radio stations when I've driven, but I never even considered the oh, there's, possibility there's of Christian, Christian hip-hop. hip-hop. It's Christian hip-hop. Do you know the names of any Christian hip-hop? Like, there was this one dude that I was, like, really big on. His name was Carmen, and he was, like, just, he was the Carmen guy. Carmen the Apostle? I, I don't know. <laughs> How <laughs> I don't know what his street name was. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so I didn't go into the city a lot because it was, oh, the city was evil, like, from my family. Like, oh, you don't, you don't go to the city. Cities that like that's where drugs happen, hookers, people get murdered. So They're I was right. Like, so I was like, oh, that's was, also where all the fun is. Yeah. So I was I mean, terrified of the city, <laughs> but then come college time, I was like, oh, I want to go away. Like, because all my other friends were going away. They're right. Like, I'm going to Florida. I was like, oh, I want to go away. My mom was like, you're not going away. Where'd you go to college? I went to Pace University. In oh, the city. nice. Pace is right tucked in there. Yes. So is, for, is it Fort 15th? Is it? No, no, no. It's uh, it? by the Brooklyn Bridge. 
Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, that's right. It's low. It's yeah. lower Manhattan. So for me, I was like, oh, if I'm not going to go away to Experience College, then I'm going to go into the city where yeah. I'm not allowed. And how did that, like, were you naive going into the Very. city? I was still a virgin going into college. I thought you said I was no. Still, I thought no. you were like, I'm still a virgin. No. I was like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my. Are you? Wow. We got to get you some. Yeah. We got to get you some. <laughs> no, I got kids. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, wow, I've been do? done it. Yeah, I got I two see, kids. I didn't even know you had two kids. See, look at this. We're learning about each other. You look so young. <laughs> yeah. How old are you? Uh, 37. Wow. Yeah. You, I should probably have a couple kids by yeah. now. I'm 36. You want one? I'll give you one. You can no. One. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't borrow one. You borrow one for... I always tell people like that are like, oh, I'm thinking about having kids. Like, borrow one just for a couple just days. Just test it out. See what it is. The, the government should have a program for people. Yeah. There's a bunch just of kids just sitting in adoption. Yeah, like, seriously. Just borrow kids. Snatch one up. Yeah, right? Foster. There you, you go. You want a child foster. You want to see what it's going to do and affect your schedule. Yes. Because I got a friend now. He's about to have a kid in May and he's just like, oh, no. You know, we'll, we'll sleep schedule him. He'll be on my schedule. Like, no, no, they don't sleep. Yeah. I read something that said parents lose in the six months of like having their their first child, they they just basically lose all the sleep. Yeah. It's like something like nothing. three years worth of sleep, whatever the number figure, was, it was like, it was really offensive. The baby doesn't know your routine. He can't no. He can't communicate like, oh, this is what we're gonna do and you can't communicate to him like this is how it goes here in the house. I sleep till noon. Yeah, he just came out of a wet womb yes so and he's attached so he's getting fed constantly yes so now he's up and he's like i'm gonna wake up every two three hours when i get hungry you woke up somebody in the most comfortable yeah scenario yeah. And, and cut off his food supply think about how hard it is to get out of bed when you're wrapped up <laughs> uh, yeah. in comforters and yeah, it's imagine cold out. someone w- yanking you out of bed if you had just a tube of grilled cheese <laughs> yeah, just, just endless grilled mac and cheese. cheese grilled cheese all the best food in the world like, leave me the fuck alone yeah. <laughs> i'm exhausted i'm cranky what is this place yeah. where's my mom exactly kids are just like they they just need stuff so those first couple months you don't sleep it you're you it's a blur don't. it's a blur yeah yeah it's it's awful I, but who's gonna take care of me when I'm older? Exactly. Is that is that like selfish? <laughs> you you need somebody, somebody that cares and is gonna make sure you're okay. So all right, so we sidetrack. But yeah, I go into the city because I was very like I don't I don't know anything. And yeah, I want to. This is where they tell me not to go. And like that just opened up my eyes to everything. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. The city's great. The city's the best. What did you study at Pace? Uh, communications. What does that even mean? Is that like nothing. a news anchor career? It means nothing. Like it broadcast communication? I guess. There was a little Asian kid with a camera and there was a guy with a microphone. <laughs> I was like, I want to do that. That's it. That's all I saw. And did you like make videos? No, I didn't. Well, uh, you got to realize... I'm seeing now because I'm older. Like they didn't have what they have now. It's like, guess, oh God, we're old. Yes, you said that, and I was like, don't say that. But you're right. Like when I was in high school, I did an internship at a radio station, and when I tell this story, people are like, what? I was like, I was legit cleaning like eight tracks. I was doing the same thing. I did an internship, and I had to record commercials, and it was on like on the eight track tape. Yes, yes. eight track tape. Yes. If you tell that to a kid now, they'd be like, like, what the what? hell is that? Tape? Yeah, what? CDs. Yeah. You're like, yeah, CDs. that's... CDs. Yeah. Bye. I remember being with a DJ and he'd be like, all right, hand me that CD because I got I to gotta set that one up next. Now everything's computerized. Like, I know. They, no one mans anything. No more DVDs. No. 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 No more. Like, even just talking to your comedy friends, like, when's your, you know, you should get your DVD going. Yeah. It's like, no, 
Oh, yeah. No one's doing a DVD. But sadly, people in the Midwest still buy them. Because I've seen people selling oh, them. Man. And I'm like, oh. That's one of my favorite things. Like when you're on the road and you stop in like some rest stop or some local store and they yeah. have like the basket of DVDs, oh, DVDs on DVDs sales. And, <laughs> and it's always like Sweet Home Alabama. Right. And like 17 Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Right. That you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. So how did you like as a kid being so sheltered, were you exposed to like American culture, pop culture, like... Were you able to listen to, even though he's a kid toucher and he's dead, but we have to mute him, like Michael Jackson yeah. or like any of that? I did when pop? I was go when with my cousins and stuff, uh, like my old man, like whenever my mom wasn't around, he'd right. like put the radio on and stuff. What? Yeah. He would sneak? He would sneak. He, he would was, cheat? Well, he was the one that showed me like comedy. Like he like when, what? What do you remember? What so was like, your first memory of it? So like I remember Eddie Murphy, like yeah. raw, delirious. Like when my mom would go to work at night, he'd be like, hey. He'd crack open a beer because he wow. wasn't as religious as she was. And he goes, you want to watch? I'm like, all right. And I'd watch all that stuff. And, and then he like, there'd be movies. I'm like, I should not be watching this. That's like, so funny. Yeah. My dad and I, my dad did the same yeah. thing. Yeah. He was like, That's come so watch. Funny. Just don't tell your mother. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> did you keep it a secret? Of course. Well, I, I got in trouble a couple times because I would like repeat stuff. Because I was like, oh my God, that was so funny. Like Eddie Murphy, the ice cream bit. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Or like the G.I. Joe in the butt. And I'm like, oh, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd get in trouble. Like, where'd you learn that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> And then what happened? I mean, I obviously you went to college and then you got exposed to the real world. Yeah. Not that your mother's what she was providing for you didn't, I'm sure, have some sort of benefit, but that's also very sheltering. Oh yeah. In slightly limiting experience for yeah, a child. I would, I would not do that to my kids. Why do you think she was raised that way? Do you think that's why she raised she you that was, way? She was raised religious, but for her it was like you know, she was trying to do better than her parents did, so this was the way to do it. Right. Like, like I, when I tell you I was, like, extremely religious, I remember at the age of 16, maybe 15, we did a, a ceremony at the church where I got married to God so I wouldn't have sex. It was like a prom, and I'd have a ring on and everything. No! Like, I swear to God. What? Don't I swear to God. Oh, That's your husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you swear to your husband. <laughs> But, like, it what? was an extreme level of shelteredness because she was trying to protect me. But that's so bad because then me and my little sister, because I we have a, a sibling, when we finally did get exposed to it, we kind of went a little crazy. Well, how would you not? Any, I mean, if all you did, if you just, like, did any one thing yeah. for a long time. Like, I've here's the equivalent. I've been watching Game of Thrones nonstop to catch right. up for the 14th. I still haven't I'm watched I'm going it. crazy. still have not watched it. Because it's I know. I, you I married guess Jesus, I, and you haven't watched Game of Thrones. Did you wear a dress when you married Jesus? I did not. <laughs> did your sister marry Jesus? I don't think she did, but she used to sing at church. So she oh, so was she like, didn't have to marry Jesus? She didn't have to she marry Jesus. To him? I did. I married Jesus. So she was like the Goomba? Yeah, she was, she was the black <laughs> sheep of the family. Yeah, yeah, she was just like, she was like Jesus's side piece? Yeah, yeah she was the side piece. She you were like, the wife, not, and she I was, was yeah. the <laughs> Do you talk about that in your special? I don't. I have not even started what? delving into the religious Eric! stuff. I know. But Eric! now but I started writing the stuff because now I have my kids and I'm like, I have to expose them to religion. Like this happened last Christmas. We were talking about Christmas in front of the kids and you know, the whole family's together and then my mom's trying to explain to my son, she's like, Oh, it's Jesus' birthday and he's like, Who's Jesus? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I got to get them to church. You're like, oh, you got to at least know the basics, dude. I mean, yeah, but like, so are you raising them religious? I'm not. We have, Is your wife religious? She's not. We have, we have not been to church yet with the kids. Wow. Yeah. That's so interesting that it was such a part of, it was all of your upbringing yeah. 
and you're not even yeah well how do your parents how does your mom feel my mom's my mom's upset she's always like when are you gonna go back to church and and in her head because she sees me do comedy she's like you know you'd make a great preacher like she's still holding on to hope that somehow i will turn it around and be like you know what can you imagine you like you do a special and it's just like preaching comedy that would be so so funny i think you should start it on sundays i think you should do like how kanye has his sunday church Uh, you should do your comedy church comedy church yeah Yeah. i would go i don't go to church but i go to that church but i'm not clean enough fuck it like your own church i've done shows with people that like oh you got to be clean and as i'm up there i'm like I'm a little dirty. Like I'm not dirty, dirty. Yeah, but like you're not as Seinfeld. I'm as I'm doing bits, I'm like, oh, this is this is. Huh. It's real. I you know I, I think maybe because I am similar, I don't like to equate it to dirty or yeah. raunchy or what any one of these words or adjectives. I, it's just it's a little bit more real, right? You know, maybe raw if yeah. you want to go yeah. there, but it's. It's not dirty. Yeah. It's just uncensored. Uncensored. Because, hey, that's a better word. Yeah, because if you look at people, especially, no offense to your mother, but people who are devout, religious, and even preachy about it. Right. There tends to sometimes be a little bit of dirt underneath all that polish. Right. You know, I mean, fuck, look at the, the Catholic Church. Right. I mean, they're, they were like the top of religion. They were probably the most powerful religion if not still in the world right, right. in history and still in fucking little skeletons. boys yeah. and then hiding all of that but preaching the pure word right it's very inconsistent yeah and it's still happening today it's still to this day happening. and people don't care people are still going to church yeah, yeah. i don't understand it's it's that, that sort of thing just blows my mind right where the, just that, that inconsistency and the hypocrisy so you didn't grow up in church no i mean a similar Situation kind of like uh-huh. my mom grew up semi-religious. My dad grew up Catholic. So we just went to a Protestant right. church. But we didn't, we just went out of routine. It, See, I we like, didn't I carry like, it at home. I like Catholic church because it's like an hour. You go in. And you get some snacks. You get some snacks. You get some snacks. Out. Pentecostal Christians. But then we you would, might get a finger in the butt. You might get, you know you what? You might have to marry a priest you in might, his closet. I married Jesus. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you can handle a priest I, if you got Jesus. See, Pentecostal Christ at church would go from like 9 a.m. till whenever. Yeah. That like, is just hijacking. That's yeah. offensive. That's why That's why now it's like, do you want to go to church? Like, no. I have like <laughs> yeah. PTSD. Like, I'm like, how no. How long yeah. is it? So when people are like, oh, it's an hour, long. I'm like, that's perfect. And what did you do your <laughs> week that you have to repent that much? Like, what's going on in your life that you need six hours of salvation <laughs> they would i'm telling you it was it was a, a marathon yeah we stopped when i was like eight years old when my parents split up like my dad left and then jesus left uh-huh. so we're like all right bye but he I mean he stuck around he just right, moved right. two houses down your dad <laughs> he, he bought a house that was like a block away wow yeah, it was kind of awesome okay yeah so and we didn't have any issue there weren't any like you know custody battles uh-huh. there wasn't like any sort of tension between them they kept it real cool it's probably why i'm not a drug addict right i made it to the comedian stage but i didn't go to like you didn't the, go the full-blown i'm not full-blown <laughs> you didn't go full-blown <laughs> i still up. somewhat <laughs> right of a defun- dysfunctional family but right, with right. love and your parents still together uh well my father passed a couple years ago oh yeah. what what happened to him he had parkinson's oh i'm sorry to hear yeah. that i talk about it in the special as you should hbo yeah absolutely April 26 what's it called your yeah. special well it's it's sort of uh it's called entrenos which is like the equivalent of the def jam but for latino comics that's awesome yeah so that must was, have been very difficult. My father passed of Alzheimer's, which is yeah. you know neurodegenerative. So yeah. it's a it's it's just heartbreaking. It's, it's hard because 
yeah, like I don't know if you feel the same way. I kind of would have rather been sudden, like yeah. just oh, boom. Yeah, dad passed. Like, How oh, long cool. was he sick? With he was sick for like fifteen years. Oh, so we had to watch this deterioration for every like every year. Like up oh, a little bit more of him losing, got taken yeah, away. Yeah, he's losing a little, uh, you know, motion there. He's losing uh, hand eye coordination there. So it was just it was it, it took a toll on all of us, especially oh, my mother. You know, it's the most brutal like parkinson's lou gehrig's disease any sort of disease where there's that gradual like decline yeah. is so heartbreaking i i was fortunate because alzheimer's is similar right. i mean on like a on an average time frame it can be anywhere between like 6 to 10 12 years that somebody yeah. is declining my father from diagnosis to him passing away was about a year Oh wow! So we were very fortunate right. in that that it it was a quick right year, but I mean it was a boot camp of yeah. going. The stages still happened. It just happened so fast. Once we kind of understood what was going on in one stage, this the second stage right, was right. there. So, but I, I were you doing what at what time? At what what part of this process of your father being sick did stand up? I was come? doing stand up while. The whole time? Before he got diagnosed. So I started stand-up in college. Wow. Yeah, and sort of dropped out. I was like, oh, I'm done with this. I was like, I, f- I figured out what I want to do. Right. Mom was not happy. Same. She did not talk to me for a whole year. Yeah, but now you're doing fine. Yeah. Now you're on HBO. Yeah, now, now she's like, I love it. I always, I always I knew. knew. I always knew. I'm like, no, you <laughs> you're like, bitch, you, you made me marry yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you, you didn't always know. You gave me the cold shoulder for a year. <laughs> uh, so I was already doing stand-up, and then he got diagnosed, and then it was just... You know, what was it? Do you remember that day or moment? I do. So he was, oh, he, so we lived across the street from like a CVS, which I worked at. I was like a pharmacy tech. I fucking love yeah. CVS. I love CVS. Oh my God, the coupons are like, yeah. it's a scroll. It's like the Bible scroll. And now, now you just do it on the app. You just download <gasps> and then they punch it in and you got coupons and everything on your app. I didn't even about the yes, app. get the app. That way you don't get that long ass receipt at the end. It feels so good though getting that receipt. I'm like, oh my god, I won! <laughs> <laughs> I love CVS. <laughs> it's like a game show every time. Yeah, sponsor me. Send me some more coupons. <laughs> uh, so I remember the day because he was walking to CVS and he fell. Right, and I was like, what happened? And he was, he had, he had. Uh, it was like you know those things they tie the newspapers with. Like I don't yeah. even know if your yep. listeners even know what newspapers are anymore. <laughs> Uh, so he had, he was like, I was trying to jump over it. He goes, I saw it, but my body didn't, didn't react the way. I was like, he was oh, like, it's man. weird. He was like, I, I think I should go to the doctor because it was the first time I couldn't. And I was like, oh, okay. So we went to the doctor and then sure enough, the doctor comes out and he's like, yeah, you have Parkinson's. They knew that fast. Yeah. They, they did. So they ran some tests and they were like, yeah. He was like, yeah. He was like, your hand-eye coordination is going to start being affected and, <sighs> You know, and it was sad because, you know, at that time he was still working and then, you know, he, he tried to work as long as he could and he'd come, you know, he, he loved comedy so he'd come out to comedy shows but you could see it. And like after a while, as he started getting sicker, he didn't want to come out anymore from the house, right. which was just sad because yeah. then he was just home all the time. How did you, how did your relationship to comedy change in that time frame? Well, for me, I was trying hard to like, get stuff done like i you know i, I like think everyday stuff yeah like i not like those milestones that we set up for each other when we start comedy so it's like right. i want a half hour special like I we're talking about late night late night right. i want to do that so <clears throat> for me it was like i have to speed this up 
even though we have no control over it. We right. think we do. Yeah, right. You think you do. I'm like, I got to put that together. It's late night. It's going to happen. And yep. thankfully, I got to do Tonight Show with, with Jay Leno. He saw you, your dad? He, he got to see it. So oh. I was like, for me, it was like, I got to speed this process up because I don't know how much time I have with him. Yeah. So that he has to see this stuff mm-hmm. and hopefully be proud. Because I was still chasing that, that, uh, that, that, that. You know, approval from of my course, father. Of, you, always. Still never got. But. I still am, You probably still are. I still yeah. am and he's gone. Oh, yeah. I still like, <laughs> like. What do you think, dad? Yeah. Still like, huh? Is that? Yeah. Is that, no? that funny? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> keep, I'll keep working at it. Yeah. So comedy, like even now too, is like every time something new, ha- like now I have kids. So it's like, I'm trying to, you definitely have to take a different approach to it. Like, right. You know, you, you go back to New York, you see the, the dudes you came up with and you're like, all right, cool. We're all in the business mindset. But then you see like the young kids, like you're like. Like, you have no you idea. Have what, no idea what's yeah. oh, oh, it's you. fun doing spots, but you have no business sense to this. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you, you have, have to, no idea. Yeah. The business that I was talking about this yesterday, like comedians, for the most part, th- we don't come with the business sense. No, it's something you learn the hard way. Oh yeah, you learn it like after you've made some and very even, shitty and, mistakes. And still, some people don't have it. No, and, and, and they have so, everything else. Yeah, it, that's the one. That's a very difficult aspect of this career. Is that in order to be successful for the longest time, you have to cover all those lanes being right. the manager the promoter the accountant the yeah. all these all these jobs right, right. these hats and then also be funny yeah. and get up every night that you can yeah. it's a, it's it's a very difficult yeah. career but it's the coolest career it's the coolest but it there's really is. so many things you have to do yeah and it's so sad when you see guys who are like so talented and they don't do the other stuff and well you know they're their own worst enemy yeah. they're like if you just did this yeah you would be taking over i had over. people tell me that you know about things that things that i was doing wrong like luckily i had people in my life and uh-huh. that were like you need to not do that and you need to do this and then right. when you do it you're like oh yeah okay so I need to wake up early. Cool. <laughs> I need to be a human in the morning. All I gotta right. be responsible. I, I gotta be consistent. I guess noon isn't all right. <laughs> yeah. You probably get up early though because you have children. I get up. Uh, and lately, I've been getting up at like five thirty because yeah. I'm shooting. So I, I'm doing this. This coming out April twenty sixth, and then HBO loved it so much that they were like, "We want you to do a half hour." Oh, that's awesome. Then I'm shooting in a couple so weeks. So you did Entrenos and then you're doing your I'm own. I'm doing a half hour. Entrenos? Yeah, Entrenos. And then I'm doing my own half hour that'll be coming out in the fall. And so what's that going to be called? I have... I have. You haven't thought about I it I have yet? a couple names. You don't have to say them. I don't know yet. Yeah. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. But so I've been getting up every morning at like 5.30 so that I can work out before the kids get up because I can't look sloppy in the half hour. <laughs> no, I agree. And also like, you know, that'll keep you sharp. Yeah. That'll keep you focused on on the task at hand. Right. Yeah. And and for you, you know, in those if you don't mind my asking, in the in the final stages with mm-hmm. your father, were you able to say goodbye to him? Yeah, we so I I got to I had I was in New York for a couple of weeks. Uh he had gotten into um a hospice because it was just getting to the point where my mom was like, I don't know what to do and he's in the final stages, so I got to go there for a couple of weeks and just hang out with him, talk to him, you know. Just, was he able to talk, respond? Uh, a lot. Yeah. At that point, his most of his speech was gone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of it was labored. Yeah. But we got to, you know, just spend time together. And, and connect. With, connect, say yep. goodbye, and, you know, do the things you, you, you would hope you could do before someone passes. And after that time for you... Where, like, were you able to get up? How soon were you able to get up on stage? It took, uh, so the first couple times I got up was, like, maybe two weeks after. Yeah. And it was just, like, almost like I was zoned out, like, autopilot. Just, Mm -hmm. I was doing the jokes. I would see them laughing, but I wasn't there. Yeah. 
And then I started writing about it. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to talk about this. And I remember a couple times going up on stage <laughs> like, so, but no, no, not ready. Not ready. I'm not ready. And I'd like tears. And, and then people were like, what the hell just happened to this guy? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Because I was like, I, I have to talk about it. It's all, you know, from like the his passing, the funeral arrangement, like I wanted to talk about because it, it was funny, but it was just like, I just was not ready. Uh, so it took about a year before I was able to like, sort of like, Bully th- like bulldoze through those yeah. emotions and start talking about it. And it was funny because then the audience would come up to like, oh my God, I just went through that. Thank you so much for talking. So it was like, I was talking about something different yes. that they weren't ready, you know, that some people were dealing with as well. And it was like, thank you so much for bringing this to light. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Everyone's going through this. Yeah. And that, you know, I went through the same thing. I remember like, you know, because my, you're, I'm sure you talked about it while he was sick. Yeah. Like just maybe, did you have like a couple jokes about it? Yeah, I had that a couple jokes bit? about right. it, yeah. Right. And then, you know, I had the same thing when he was sick and, and some material about it. And then there was those couple moments after he had passed, he passed in October where I go up on stage and I'm like, my dad, ha, 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 yeah. just like, pop, 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 never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yep, bye, bye. Oh, oh, weather's crazy, huh? Yeah, there's a pigeon in the room. How did a bird get in here? That's weird. <laughs> give weather's it up for, crazy. Give it up for birthdays. <laughs> Whose birthday? Anybody? I can't. Oh, my dad's not going to have any more birthdays. Okay, I'm going to leave. Yeah. I'm going to leave his Taco Bell hiring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. Thanks. Have a good night. And they'd be like, she was only on there for five minutes. What happened? She didn't tell a joke. She cried and then she left. What yeah. the hell? Weirdest show. <laughs> but even still now, like, I don't know about you, like, it's been two years. Like, there's times I'll start talking about it and I'm like, oh, boy. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the whole past week I got high and cried in my, my closet. <laughs> Great place to cry. Okay. It really is. I will take your... You can just put them on the floor and yeah. like lay down on them. Yeah. Okay. Fitting rooms. Marshall's fitting room. Great place oh, to cry. Oh, you did it in public in a fitting yeah. room. Oh, yeah. Because there's... I started writing this joke about when you go through something very tragic like that mm-hmm. in, in just a... Um, in just a mode of general communication, someone says, how are you doing today? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. You're just like, I'm okay. That question's yeah. so much heavier. Oh, yeah. Where before, you're just like, oh, I'm great. How are you? Yeah. You really think about how you are. You're like, well, actually, I've had a rough day. Yeah. You know, they're like, all right, well, do you want almond milk? Or? Yeah. <laughs> and you're just trying to get like a latte order yeah. in. I was just looking for an okay. You, t- are you? Yeah. Good. And you? Okay. People and then, don't really mean yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You got to stop saying that. Yeah. We gotta stop asking people how how you're doing. Which, by the way, uh, don't watch Disney movies after oh, a parent passes away. All Disney movies. All They're Disney the worst. movies. Coco. Don't don't. I had to shut don't. it off. Lion King. Good. Uh, the the, oh, the dinosaur. The good dinosaur. No. No. None of them. They're, Lion King. Yeah. Because my kids will put it on Netflix, like, "Oh, Dad, let's watch this." Uh, 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 and they're like, "What's wrong with Dad? He's he's crazy." No, no Disney movies. None of them. Yeah. Do you talk about this in your special? No, not this that one. Not is this stuff. So no. funny. Yeah. No Disney movies. You gotta do that religion. I hate Disney, Disney right now. Oh god, that is so funny. My cheeks hurt from laughing at they're, that. They're, Lion King. They're redoing the Lion King. I'm like, I'm not ready to watch this <laughs> live animation Mufasa die again. Nope. I don't care how much my kids beg. Like, can we go? Nope. We're not. You can go with your mom, but I'm not going. I already, I've already cried through the animated version now. Oh my god, that is so funny! And just in general, like those movies are already yeah. depressing. Yeah. I went to Mary Poppins. 
I saw Mary Poppins. I like Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. But, you know, the song about where the lost things yeah. go, oh, yeah. lost it. Yeah. <laughs> I was there with my friends. We smoked a, we smoked a blunt and then uh-huh. went and watched Mary Poppins. And, you know, the song about where your lost things go started. And I just grabbed my friend's hand and I was just like, Gah! <laughs> Where did <laughs> they go? Where's, where's my dad? Where is he? <laughs> it's so funny what can trigger those emotions. Oh, but, yeah. you know. That's a part of just being an adult. Unfortunately, the, one of the stages we have to go through as 35, 36-year-olds is mm-hmm. considering losing our parents yeah. and how to navigate that. And not only how to navigate it, but also how to thrive through right. it yeah. and, and, allow, and, and care for yourself. Like I don't know about you, but one of the things that friends and family and strangers even t- said to me who have experienced something similar, Alzheimer's or any sort of neurodegenerative disease, after you lose somebody and going through that, watching your loved one decline, was you have to be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was even still sometimes so hard on, I need to work. I don't have, I I got, I just got to push through this and not really like allowing those moments to grieve. Right. And like as a man and as a man who was raised religious, did you ever have like a hard, was it hard for you to, have those emotions, welcome them, and and process them? Uh, it took a while because my family was very, like, we shut off emotions. Right. So, as, you know, there's the, I think, like, all old Latino men are very, like, <laughs> you don't show emotion. Like, I, I had a joke, my, like, my dad told me I love you one time. And it was just like, I love you to move out from in front of the television. I'm trying to watch the show. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to count that one. Uh, so it did take a while for me to process. It was funny because my wife would constantly like, hey, you you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. She's like, I don't think you're good. It's some it, uh, when it, when this thing finally breaks, it's gonna it's gonna be a mess. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was constantly just you know I was like yeah checking with myself I'm like oh, I'm all right. And then I, I like like you said like we don't take care of ourselves. So I started like really just okay. Like health wise for me was a big thing. I was like my father never took care of himself health wise. Right. I got kids now, and I was like my responsibilities to them. So that's when I started, like, you know, working out, eating better. Yep. Just being a little healthier because I'm like, you know, I want to be here for the long haul. I want to get old and who knows? Maybe they have kids. Maybe it'll be a pop pop. I don't know. Yeah. Do some Uh, comedy preaching at the wedding. Marry them off to Jesus. Marry them off to Jesus. (laughs) Uh, And then also, like, another thing a lot of uh, we don't do is we don't take those opportunities to take a break and just enjoy the break. So for my father, his his biggest dream was to always go to Hawaii. Never went. Because once he got sick, he was like, I can't sit on a plane that long. So I got to go to Hawaii. And Aww. for me, it was just like, okay. And then you start realizing, like, why don't I take vacations? Why don't I yep. take these breaks just to give myself that recharge? Because we feel like we always have to constantly be working because yes. uh, I'm almost there. And if I stop working, somebody else is going to take right. my spot. Right. I need that gig. And I don't know when the next one's going to come. And I got to get and this And it's gig. the worst mindset to have because mm-hmm. there's so many opportunities, especially now with, like, digital platforms and everything. Like, everyone's path is different. You, right. We got to stop worrying about, like, oh, this person's going to take this from me. How'd that person get that? That, that's you theirs. can create your own opportunities. Yeah, that's theirs. Everyone's gonna be fine. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be great. Everybody's gonna be great. Everyone gets what they you know. You're gonna find your lane and get what you deserve. Like it's gonna be okay. Absolutely, it's gonna be okay. Yeah. This is really delightful. I wish we could yeah. talk more, but they have to kick us out because somebody else is coming in. Okay. Who's coming in, Aaron? Uh, punch drunk. Oh, punch drunk. That's fun. By okay. the way, I, before we go, I yeah. want I want to smoke with you one time. Oh, we've got to smoke. I I don't smoke. <laughs> 
You don't? No. Oh, I would love to smoke with you. you Have you ever smoked? You make it look so fun. I watch no, your videos. I'm with I watch it. your videos of you dancing with that <laughs> unicorn head. <laughs> listen, all last week, seriously, you talk about taking time to, uh-huh. for yourself. I, I was like, I'm gonna hang out with my friends. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go and do some. Like, I'm gonna go sushi and go to the movies right. and like go to the beach and just get high uh-huh. and cry. Okay, that's <laughs> all I wanted to do. I don't want to cry. I just want to. Well, get... I didn't want to, but it was a result of just right. being present and taking care of myself right you know i went through like a stage of just feeling some anger and frustration with you know mm. just the grieving process right and and so i got high uh-huh. almost every single day and just started you know i have those those costumes those masks right i was like well let's just let's get in there it looks fun it's a lot of fun i've smoked a handful of times like back in college yeah and then uh, you know, because we live in California, and it's like, oh, it's legal, and there's these, all these dispensaries. My wife was like, oh, let's 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 try it, right? And I went, and I got overwhelmed because I was like, there's no, like, when you walk in, there's no like starter pack, like you know, when you were a little kid, and you're like, oh, I want fish, and like, oh, here, this is everything you yeah, need. Yeah, here's, here's all the stuff you need to start it. <laughs> there's the rocks. There's a little pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> boom, a little plant, a little snorkeler. Yeah, you're good. There you go. And there's a little fish in there, a little <laughs> fish food. They don't have that at dispensaries. No. Where I'm like, oh, where's the starter pack? So I panicked, and the dude was like, oh, uh, what do you want? What strains? I'm like, I, nah. I was like, do you have edibles? Cause I knew oh, no. He gave me lollipops, and I almost died. Yeah, you, you did four times. I almost died. Yeah. Like Everyone almost dies on edibles at some point. And this is, and this is my favorite part of it. My, my wife is savage. I got to see her true colors because <laughs> I was uh, like legit on the floor thinking I was going to die. And I was like, you got to call an ambulance. And she's like, no. We're not, I'm not calling an ambulance. So I passed out on the floor. The next morning I woke up and I was like, you wouldn't call 911 for me? She goes, no, because. And then after she told me, I was like, "Ah, it makes sense. She goes, if the cops show up and we're both high, you almost dying and I'm paranoid. My fear was that CPS was going to take the kids from us. So I'd rather you just die there. I could explain the death and then I keep the kids. And I was like. Yeah, fair sense. point. Yeah, fair point. You are savage. But yes, you okay. are a planner. Woman. Yes, yeah. that's smart. <laughs> yeah, she's like I can explain the body, but you, us <laughs> high, I can't explain. Edibles. I've died a thousand times on yeah. edibles. It's brutal. So I need a guru. That you would be. Can, you'd I'm, be the guru. I will ease you into it because I don't go crazy with yeah. it. I respect and and totally am okay with the fact that I'm. Somewhat of a lightweight. I'm a very sensitive individual. I just want to feel. A little, I want to feel nice. A little, a little giggly. That's it. A little zoot zoot. Yeah, I don't want to be. I here's here's where marijuana is now. When you go into dispensaries, uh-huh. there's two levels: uh-huh. coma or andromeda. Uh-huh. That's it. No, I want. You're feel either a dead or giggly. in outer space. I want to feel a little giggly. I don't want to pontificate. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to pontificate. I don't want to start rethinking my my marriage with Jesus. No, I just want to look. I just want to giggle and and really love the sunset. Exactly. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Where can my people find you? Uh, find me uh, Eric Rivera, E R I K Rivera <laughs> Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, I'll, I'll even do something better. If you follow me on social media, I will send you a free copy of my one hour special that I shot what? a couple years back for That's free. Cool. You get it for free, and then you watch the HBO thing and you get to see the evolution. Yes, and wh- what about your specials coming out? April 26th on all HBO platforms. I know it's it's Avengers Week and everybody's like, oh, I got to go see the Avengers Come on. movie. You can watch it on demand. You yes. can watch it HBO Go. You can watch HBO Now. There's no excuse. No excuse. No excuse. And then you're going to have another special coming out with That's HBO out later the fall. in the year. Yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. I'm very happy for you. And Thank I've you. learned that you and I have a lot in common. We do. We do. Look at, now, we, now we know each other. <laughs> no, our no. first conversation. Both our dads are dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's, but we're doing fine. Yeah, we're going to smoke. We're going to cry. We're going to smoke. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Eric Rivera, everybody. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.